Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the High Vibe Babe podcast. I'm so freaking excited to be bringing you this guest today, Stephanie Schultz. I'm going to read out her official bio and then get her to introduce herself. Stephanie Schultz is an online business coach for female entrepreneurs who specializes in social media strategy and sales. She is the founder of Courageously Confident, the online and offline platform that shows women how to build the life of their dreams. She works with women who are ready to take massive transformations for themselves and for the world. Welcome and thank you so much for being here, Stephanie. Yay, thank you so much. I'm excited to be on and to connect. Thank you. Oh, it's so I'm, I'm honestly so amped. Can you please tell us what is your story like? How did you get to be where you are and like how are you making creating such massive moves in the world that you are today? Well, thank you. Wow. I, when, I, when I'm asked this question, I never know where to start. I guess I'll bring it back a little bit so people can can um, gain some context. So I grew up basically in a normal household, a normal life, a normal childhood, and I was always taught to go to university and get a, a good job and make money and pay your bills and all these things. And I never, ever was an entrepreneurial type of kid growing up. Um, I went to university and the plan was for me to become a teacher. And so I, I got a degree in um, university and, but along the path, I realized that I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. Like I knew there was something missing. I, I wanted more. There was always that, that word, like I want more. And, and I didn't know what that meant. And so before I went off to, to finalize this teaching thing, I realized that I didn't want this and I dropped out and I moved home, not really knowing what the plan was. I just kind of picked up odd jobs and took odd courses online and just allowed myself to be in a season of, I'm going to figure it out. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to figure it out. And now growing up, I, I love plan and I love structure. So I, I felt so like out of place. Like, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know where I'm going. So that was really hard for me, but I, I just let myself figure it out and say, it, it, you let yourself discover, have fun. You're going to find the thing. So meanwhile, I had fallen in love with social media, like just my own personal social media. And I had Instagram where I was sharing my own personal health and fitness journey at the time. And I loved it. Like I, I was posting every day. I was connecting with people and I realized very soon and quickly that social media was very powerful and that I was just posting my progress and women from all over the world were asking me for more and asking me to you know, post about certain topics and post about certain videos and, and things like this. And so 
this Instagram game became a side hobby that I just loved. Like after my part-time job, I would come home and create content. Like I just loved it. And at this time, I still had no idea that in the online space, you could become a coach or make money from social media. I had no idea. Um, I even worked a couple of jobs working for other companies running their social media. Like, and I never thought like, oh, I could do this myself until one day this random group program for business kind of just fell on my lap. And it was like a three month basic program on how to monetize online. And I, I didn't even know what that meant really. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign up. It was like $2,000 or something. And that was the summer of 2017. And that's when I started my fitness business. And, and at that time it was very much fitness. And I went all in. I took messy action. I was writing $14 programs for people. Like I just had no idea what I was doing. But at the same time, I knew it was right. And that's where it all began. And now we're in early 2020. I am full-time business coach. I, you know, I love fitness and I still love fitness, but right now I listen to my intuition and I love coaching business and social media and money for women. Fitness, who knows, it might come back, but I'm very intuitive and follow like hell yes, hell no kind of vibe. And this is just where I'm at. I, I'm so happy. I feel fulfilled. I work with incredible women. I, I've been given and chosen to take just incredible opportunities and, and speak and do things. And I just, I'm just so happy. It's so inspiring and epic and just, I just can't even deal. It's just, it's just absolutely amazing. And, oh, okay. So like, do you want to speak to, I'm, I'm finding a lot of people in my audience right now actually having transitions. So you've obviously mastered this a few times. What, what comes to mind? Like what really helped you with the transitions and um, moving forward and not like the worry of losing the followers and transitioning your audience and, and, all, and still adding value and all of the things. Yeah. So transitioning in any aspect is hard, right? Cause we're moving from something that was comfortable to something that's new. And even though the new thing we wanted, it's just, it's scary. Right? So when I was transitioning in my business, I was, I was scared. Like I was scared that people wouldn't like me anymore. Or my followers who only followed me for fitness aren't going to like me or people are going to judge me because now I talk about money or what if I transition and it doesn't work or like all the fears kind of came in. But the thing is, and the thing that I really realized was that I was getting more excited about business than I was about selling fitness. And I had to follow that. I had to follow that excitement. So if you're transitioning right now, and maybe you even feel guilty for transitioning, right? Because you might feel like at one point, what, what you were in now, you were dreaming of being in and now you want to change. Like maybe you feel guilt, right? And I, I felt a lot of guilt, but it just came to a point of like, what is making me really happy? And it's this other thing. And I followed that. So my piece of advice is to follow if you feel the nudge to transition, follow it because you're meant to follow it for some kind of reason. And it, it doesn't mean anything bad or wrong about the thing that you were doing before. We're humans. Like, I think I'm transitioning every day. I'm changing every day, right? So allow yourself to flow through life and, and business. Mm, I love it. So how do you go between the flow and the structure? Like, what are your tools and techniques? How do you handle that? In terms of like business strategy? 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. So very, very interesting because I just did a first training in a program that I call Sexy Hustle because <laughs> there's a lot of flow and there's a lot of talk about hustle. So I am, by human design, a generator. I like to work, but that doesn't mean that I'm burning myself out. That doesn't mean that I'm overwhelmed. That means that I have intention behind what I'm doing and I truly love what I'm doing. So I... I find the balance and flow and hustle and work and strategy and all those things is, is knowing like if I want to do something, there are things I have to do to make it happen. Like there's just no, there's no question about it. We can't sit and meditate something to happen. You know what I mean? Like we just we need to do things to make things happen. If I want to make, you know, sell out a program, I've got to show up and sell out the program. I've got to create the things, right? Yes. There's a time and place to reflect, there's a time and place to truly tap into our desires and our mindset and our limiting beliefs. And I think there's a beautiful balance between both of those things that we need to master to, to scale our business, to grow our business, to feel fulfilled and happy in our business. And so for me, there are strategies on social media to build a business. There are best practices and there are really good things that you need to do for yourself to keep yourself sane in this entrepreneurial world, right? So, you know, I'm the type of person right now in my life where I've got time and I have energy and I have space to want to do a lot of work. But I also value the time where I turn off and go and I'm with my husband and we go travel and you know, I'm with my mom and I'm with my family and I go to the gym and there's always space for me. Like I'm number one and my personal development is number one. My health is number one because without that, I can't show up powerfully in my business. So, so there's a balance to it all. There's a balance to all of it. It's not a hundred percent strategy. It's not a hundred percent mindset. I think it's a hundred percent strategy and a hundred percent mindset. Mm, I love that so much. I totally agree. Yeah, you can't you can't cut half of the sum off, and you can have more room for the left. You know, like it just doesn't it doesn't work. You end up exactly. popping out and and flopping and and not balancing at all. So in regards to the generator side of you, like obviously there's so many of you, and you're freaking amazing, and I love generators. What are the common myths you find with being a generator? People think, and then how do you work that within your balance uh, within your business? Sorry, balance it within your business, and how have you found? Once you learned about human design, how have you implemented it into your business? I think a lot of people assume generators are just too much. They go, 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 and they're too much. It's impossible to reach success like generators because they can just go and they have all the energy. And the thing is, I do have a lot of energy and I do go, 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 but like, I don't really want to like use a label of being a generator for my success. I think it's part of my personality as well. It's just who I am, Stephanie Schultz, whether you label me as anything that's, that's first off. And then how do I use it in my business? Is that what you asked? Mm. Yeah. So, so I am very, this is just who I am, whether it's human design or not. And it's very like sacral authority, like yes, no. When I feel hell, yes, I take action on that hell yes idea right away. I don't need to think about it. I don't need to overthink about it. I don't need to plan it for five months. I'm like, this is good. I'm going to start making this now or doing this thing now or do the live stream idea now or make the program now. Like when I'm in the energy of what I'm feeling, 
I go and do it. I have done things like I teach strategy and sales, but for me, if I come down with a program download and I'm like, oh my God, yes, I will literally launch it in the next 30 minutes and it, and it sells because people feel my energy. Now, not everyone, that might not work for everybody, right? Because some people really need to sit and think about it, and I respect that. But for me, before I even knew what human design was, I was doing that. And then I realized human design and what I am, and I'm like, oh, well, no wonder, right? So I, I listen to my intuition. I listen to the hell yes, the hell no. When it feels like a hell no, then I usually avoid it. I don't do it. But if it's a hell yes, then I'm all in. I'm game, right? So, so there's that. And I mean, being a generator doesn't mean that I'm burnt out. Like I get stuff done and I do stuff, but it's never to the point that I'm exhausted. It's just all intentional um, action. And that feels really good. Mm. And what about like, so I know that you had, it was, was it last year your father passed away? It was last year, eh? Yeah, it was the end yeah. of 2018. Yeah. Okay. Obviously like the whole emotions, right? And we're still, we're still running a business and stuff. How did you lead yourself through that? Yeah. So that's a great question. And I, I'm so open to share it because I know as entrepreneurs, like we're building something we love and we're also navigating our personal life and it can be very hard to navigate sometimes. So what worked for me may not work for everybody, but I love to share this. I was told by many people, Steph, just take three months off. You don't need to work, like take time off. Don't like allow yourself to grieve had people tell me just go full force back in you're gonna be okay every day was different for at least the first three months after that every day was different because someday i would wake up and i'm like i'm so sad i can't show up today i had to move i had to move client calls or move trainings whereas the next day i was like on fire and here's a new idea and it felt really good right so i had all the highs and the lows and i just decided that there's no right way I don't have to decide to stop my business for a month. I can do it all still, but it's just going to look different every day. And that's what it was. And so that's how I navigated it. It's just saying today I feel low. I'm going to respect that. And I'm going to give myself love and move any business things that were, you know, scheduled and my clients, God bless them at the time. You know, they, they honored that and respected that. And just on the days that I felt good, I, I didn't feel guilty about feeling good. I didn't feel guilty for showing up because I think a lot of people might be might want to show up but feel bad because they probably just told social media that something awful happened, but yet they're still showing up in their business. I didn't let that be a thing. I just said, some days it's I'm going to be so happy and I'm going to show up and some days I'm, you're not going to see me. And this is how I want to navigate through it. So that's how I personally went through it. And that felt really good for me. And I think that perspective might give people permission to show up however you want to or don't want to. Mm, I love that. And I, with our emotions, like we had a family loss last year and that's, I did a similar sort of thing to you as well. And just really not attaching stories when I'm feeling bad, that's okay. When I'm feeling good, it's okay. It doesn't mean anything about me and doesn't mean this fundamentally good or bad or anything. It's just a bad feeling feeling or a good feeling feeling. And it's, part of our range of emotions and it's just beautiful and and was able to navigate in such a great way it was just beautiful when we can remove the stories from just a natural thing our emotions right exactly i think we make it mean something 
that's just like you said a story it's blown into proportion but we're just humans we're meant to feel ups and downs highs and lows and there's nothing wrong with it mm, yeah with your I really want to ask you a lot well I really want to ask you stuff about the strategy within your business and the things you teach people the first thing I really want to ask is like so is yours is it self-taught like you were just like I'm just taking everything and I'm like I'm gonna learn all of it and then create content and and see what works and what doesn't is that sort of how your journey went so, I mean, I have a mentor. I, ha I was in business courses to like learn the basics, but everything that I teach in terms of social media, sales strategy, um, all those kinds of things, uh, it was, it was self-taught. It was like, I tried stuff and it worked or it didn't work. And I basically take all the things that work and I see work over and over again and I create them into to programs and basically like collapse time for people so they don't have to figure it out. They just know this, this will mostly work for you. With social media, like we all know Instagram, Facebook, like they're always changing and, and every day they're changing and they're different. So for people who aren't interested in social media, that's so confusing and it's so much work for people to like try and navigate and figure out. I, however, I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. I love social media. I love, I love when it changes and I love to figure out how to navigate it. And I love teaching people it and simplifying it for people. So that has been really self-taught because since 2012 was when I got Instagram. I know the exact date. I learned how to connect with people through through a screen. That was when I wasn't selling. I learned what what works, what doesn't work. I learned what it means to give value. I learned what it means to create connection. So I I taught that all myself. I never took, you know, a course or whatever. I just knew how to communicate. That's all it is. Communicate with people through social media. And then when it came to selling at the beginning, it was so much messy action. Like I said, I was selling $14 programs, like what the heck, but I learned from that and I don't regret doing that. I, I was selling things and I didn't even know how to make a payment link yet. Like, <laughs> but you learn from it. Right. And then I was like, Oh, I should probably make a strategy to this. I should probably have a timeline to this. I should probably, you know, create this whole system that, that I teach, you know, hype it up and launch it and sell it and blah, blah, blah. So everything that I do in my business, when we think strategy, we think step one, two, three, and it has to be this way. When I teach it and I talk about it, yes, here's the best practice, but I always give room for flexibility because we're all different. Hmm. So I, I tell people, this is a really good plan, follow it. But if there's a part of it that you don't like and feels weird, then don't do it because at the end of the day, the strategy will only work if our energy is behind it, if we like it. Right. So, and that's what I found for myself as well, because I mean, I can't think of a specific example, but I'm sure I tried some strategy and I didn't like it, but I tried it anyway and it didn't work. So I always follow what works and what feels really good. Mm, combining the two a like how we feel and the strategy and, and meshing it together and yeah. the essence of like running our own business and enjoying our life and our business and how it all sort of becomes one not these defined areas necessarily as it can all flow yeah like I believe like I said 100% strategy 100% mindset because like there needs to be both we can't avoid social media strategy when we're literally running businesses on social media but we can't avoid mindset work if you're literally driving yourself crazy and you are afraid to invest or in lack mindset or whatever it is you need to work on both pieces for yourself to thrive and so you know 
I, I, I coach from a place of both. There needs to be both, you know, you know what I mean? And so some people are more strategy based coaches. Some people are more just mindset and there's space for all of it. But I think for someone to thrive, we need both and we should want both. Mm, yeah I love it so here for both all the time (laughs) and it's like and the collecting time and when you when you do both at the same time like it's exponential the growth that's what I found like it's crazy when you put it all together at once yeah because I think a lot of people especially beginners think like just tell me one two three what do I do what do Mm -hmm. I do how do I do it but when you add in the mindset people are like mind blown. We can have the strategy, but if we're so caught up with these like limiting beliefs or I'm not good enough or no one's going to buy from me, it's going to be icky, right? So when you have both, you get over the mindset quickly and you, you're doing the best practices. So you're going to see the results quicker because you're doing both really important pieces. Mm, absolutely love it love it love it I love to ask you a little bit of questions around because I have a real strategy side to me as well around like the back end of people's businesses and also like where they're heading and what their vision is and stuff so would you like to share a little bit about that yeah so like where I'm heading what my vision is yeah oh my gosh so I always like the first thing that comes to mind and this came to mind since the beginning is like you know, speaking at big, big events, you know, being like, my main thing is like being a speaker. My main thing is, is big events and retreats and summits. I love in-person energy. Um, eventually down the road, I think I'll do less programs and less one-on-one and, and really just high ticket things. And then this, the big speaking events and stuff like that, um, and retreats and stuff like that are, would be like the main part of my business. You know, right now I run multiple programs at once. I love it. I've got private clients. I've got a mastermind. I've got group programs and I'm here for it. But in, in a couple years, you know, when I have kids, I don't have kids yet. That's going to look different and I want it to look different. So, you know, I think, I think the biggest thing that comes to my mind is being a well-known speaker for female entrepreneurs or women in general to live the life of their dreams. You know, that that's something huge, uh, something that just channeled through me, and I never said this in my entire life before, is writing a book. I've never said this before in my life, but now like it, that just channeled through me, you're like clapping. But like, <laughs> I just feel like I'm, I'm really great at what I do, and I love what I do, but there's always more. Like there's more, there's something deeper, and we can go beyond the programs and we can go beyond and we can create a bigger impact in different ways. And I, I want that. And I want to discover what that looks like. And it's not a hundred percent clear yet, but I know it will be. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm like all the yeses to all the things. And of course <laughs> the book as well. I'm like, yes, can't wait. <laughs> so beautiful oh, so and amazing. So would you like to do a completely shameless plug about what programs and stuff you have going on right now and how you can help people who are like feeling like, oh yeah, I'd love to know a little more about what's going down. Oh, I love that. And thank you for opening the space to that. I know a lot of people don't do that or don't like that. So I always like respect when you're like, ugh, right? Like, of course. Like, yes. So, I mean, honestly, the first thing I want to say is if you, like my vibe, just message me on Instagram <laughs> at exogingy. But I have a few key programs based around social media and sales. 
I have another program called Confidence to Cash, and it's more of sales strategy. And that's something that will be running in May as well. And then I have a Conquer Mastermind. So that's like higher level. It's a smaller group of women. It's close touch to me. You know, we have a chat, we have Zoom calls. It's just more about calibrating to each other's energy and really stepping into your next level. So I have many different levels at, or sorry, many different programs at different price points. Um, and so I honestly think the best way is just find me on social media and see what's currently going on if you're interested. I'm, I'm always running programs. I've always got the mastermind and I always have space for one-on-one -on -one clients. Mm, yeah that's amazing so what is your so like to sum up everything like you in a nutshell and the biggest thing I guess I want to ask you one thing like what does it take to have confidence mm, what it takes is courage it takes courage to have confidence because you don't just wake up one day and you're like I'm confident I'm gonna take on the world all of it takes courage it takes courage to become confident because no one is perfect when they roll out of bed. No one is perfect in the gym. No one is perfect in business. No one is perfect in speaking. It takes courage to start something new. So then it takes courage to start something and then become confident because you get good. And that's why my whole brand is courageously confident because I want women to step out of their zone, step out of their comfort zone do something that they know they want to do and then hey before you know it they're confident in it they're rocking it but there's always courage there's always room for courage because i believe in never ending growth and never ending stepping out of my comfort zone because that's how we grow mm, yes 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 so how do you keep yourself accountable to growing then it's just non-negotiable i'm always under mentorship I'm always mm -hmm. challenging myself in the gym. I'm always looking at how can I be better? How can I be a better coach? How can I make more money? How can I be more efficient in my business? How can I, it's just always, how can I be better? And that's not disregarding like being grateful and proud of where I am now, but I just believe like there's always space. There's always room. So for me, I don't need accountability. I just know. And I know some people are like, what? That's crazy. Cause people need accountability. If you need accountability, then get yourself a group of people that can keep you accountable. But like, I just know where I want to go takes growth. So if, if that's what I'm going to do, then that's what I'm going to do. Hmm. Were you always like that? Or did you feel like you grew with it? You always had your own sense of accountability? I was with that. I had that in school. Like I always did my homework and got good grades and got all the awards um, I wasn't always like disciplined in terms of health and fitness. I wasn't always very driven as I, as I am now. I think when I found my purpose, my deeper purpose, I, I realized what it feels like to accomplish something that your heart and soul desires. And I think that you don't just accomplish that one thing and then you're done. I think there, there's more to happen after you have that moment of realization. So I think that was the fuel that lit the fire for me to just always keep growing and keep going. Hmm. I saw a quote recently that said, um, like basically once you taste completion, that's like what keeps you going. Oh, I love that. Okay. Any last words or any little things that are coming in that you want to share? Well, I'm just so happy. I'm happy to be on here for anybody listening, no matter what stage you're at. I, I always say, don't hold back keep going 
and do the things that scare you. Like you, we know what we need to do to, to move forward, but we talk ourselves out of it because of fear. But, but let, imagine what it would be like if you just went for it. Imagine what it would be like if you just did the thing you can't get out of your head. And that's just what I want to leave with people is just go do the thing that you keep thinking about. Go do it. You're meant for it. You're supported. You're loved. It's going to be okay. You might make a million mistakes. You're still going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. Just go do it. Mm, beautiful. Okay. Can you share where everyone can get in touch with you? So you've your Instagram and anywhere else they can come and find you. Yeah. So it's exogingy on Instagram, the Courageously Confident community on Facebook. And then I have a podcast as well. It's the Courageously Confident podcast. Yay. Okay. I just want to honor you and thank you so much for being here. And thank you everyone for listening and I will catch you again sometime soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favorite takeaway moment, and tag me at Hi by Babe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group, and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and effectiveness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from my heart to high my face.